Hello, hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup brought to you by the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. We are your co-hosts and co-founders of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network, Mr. Tom Fox, Gilbert Pies, myself, Andrew Gay, all in our newly upgraded studio here today. And we're going to talk about our top picks for news of this past week. So we're all here. Happy Friday, gentlemen. How are you doing? Doing good. Good. All right. Tom, you want to kick us off there? Sure. So my first story is about a a city council passed a bond request for utility improvement. And that's, you know, what city councils do. But it struck me as the story is reported in the Kerrville Daily Times, a couple of things that I wanted to highlight, Andrew. First of all, in the state of Texas, municipal bonds are different than utility bonds. Utility bonds have to be paid off with a a guaranteed stream of income. And for the Kerrville City Council, that was fees for water usage in the city. So this is not costing the citizens of Kerrville anything. This has a dedicated revenue stream to pay it off. That's point one. Point two is Kerrville has a double A bond rating. And I recognize you can have a triple A, but a double A for a city this size is just excellent. And what that means is we can borrow when we need to at a lower rate. The fact that the bond will be paid off by the revenue stream generated from the city's water fees, coupled with our very good bond rating, are huge positives for the city of Kerrville. And that is something I think is important. Obviously, many people in the city don't want taxes raised or even bonds floated for city improvement. But here, that's right, man. I live in the city. I want that. Your your predilections for borrowing money for required city improvements are well known, but this is not going to cost you anything. Good news on that. The second is uh, we only have our own coffee mug in Kerrville. The Kerrville Convention Center put together a Kerrville Proud coffee mug so we can drink coffee with pride in our hometown, even if some of us live in prestigious West Kirk County. <laughs> Thanks for that last part, duly <laughs> noted. Did you, do you, are they available right now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Man, we have to stop by there. It's available through the Cave Kerrville Convention and Visitors Bureau, right? Correct. Yep. That's awesome. Correct. Okay. So yeah, and and if anybody doesn't some. know where the KCVB is at, it's on City Baker, right next to the Cracker Barrel. There's, they have a nice little office where you can go find all the information you could ever want about Kerrville and Kirk County. And you can check out Leslie. Yes. That's right. Yes, you, if you miss her on the to. lead, you can go talk to her at the Kerrville Convention Center. <laughs> That's right. And, of course, right. of and course, Julie. And Julie. Yeah, no, fine spirits. And I, th- and I know where the Cracker Barrel is. I was told that I was an old soul the other day because that's one of my favorite places to eat. There's know. a phrase that for true? that, but I'm not sure I'd use that <laughs> phrase. <laughs> I'm with you, though, Andrew. I love Cracker Barrel. That's yes. my jam right there. That's my man. That's what's up. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Gilbert? Oh, that, that is for you. That, isn't that special? I feel so good now. I, we have sound effects. <laughs> How about clapping? I like the clapping. Oh, you want the applause? It's, yes. Okay. There we go. There we go. Okay. My, I got two stories today that I want to talk to everybody about. Number one is the Kerrville Area Housing Report. In case you don't know, the Kerrville Border Realtors every month or every quarter puts out a report about how things are going in the Kerrville real estate market. And w- they put out this report. It's pretty interesting. If you look at all the details, of course, I'm sure everybody knows mortgage rates have gone up substantially over the past year. And so it's affecting the housing market. But interestingly enough, if you look at the medium home price, 
it's up four and a half percent, which is pretty interesting. And also, if you look at the active listings, they're up over 67 percent. And that's pretty interesting because that tells you that the inventory that's available is growing because most likely sales are starting to slow. And if you look at one of their other statistics, the closed sales, it's down by 17%. So not a surprise when you consider what's been going on with interest rates and the housing market. One of the other interesting things, too, if you look at the statistics that they put out, the the number of homes that were sold under, let's see here, I'm trying to raise the, increase the size of this little picture that I've got to tell us the numbers, but most houses sold in Kerrville are pre, between the price of $200,000 and $500,000, which is pretty substantial. Not everybody, in especially a working family, can necessarily afford that. And that's why we're always talking, or if you'd listen to city leaders and those in the know about the affordable housing crisis in Kerrville. Look at that. I got oh, you. There we I go. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm not the best when it comes to technology, and so I can't necessarily see these numbers. But yeah, there's a real big issue with affordable housing. There's a lot of things going on. And one one interesting topic I heard yesterday, I'm part of another local board here, and one of the board members brought up something called a conservation land trust. I think somebody called it a con- conservation land trust. And that's a at least the way he described it, was the process where a land trust could be set up and it would be administered by a board or a group. And this land trust could go into maybe neighborhoods that are having some problems in terms of who lives there and their ability to upgrade and modernize their homes. That land trust could step in, buy the land from the homeowner, give the money to the homeowner for improvements to the property. And it allows the homeowner to to do a couple things. Number one, it allows them to upgrade their house, uh, make improvements to the property. It also allows them to hold on to the equity in the structure, but they give up the rights to the land. And the Conservation Land Trust, what it does is it puts the land into a land trust that says, this property here can only be used for affordable housing. And I thought that was an amazing idea. I don't know how it would work in practice or if anybody would really be into that, but it's an interesting option to consider because one of the biggest problems with modernizing or building homes, new homes in an area that, that is maybe blighted or hasn't seen the best it's seen the best years behind them already. One of the problems with that is that you end up with what's called gentrification. And gentrification is, the way I understand it, it's just the process of people that live in an existing neighborhood get priced out over time by new houses, new families, or higher prices in that neighborhood. And so it can be a bit of a problem for homeowners that, that live in a, an affordable community as it is. So this land trust will help solve a few of those problems. Now, I'm sure that even a land trust would have some residual side effects that maybe people don't think about, but it's at least worth an option for us to consider. And I really hope that not only this person that brought it up, the city maybe even tries to consider what maybe they could do to help something like that take root here in Kerrville, because it would really help with affordable housing. Thank you, Gilbert. 
Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And I've got one more for you. All right. In case you're not doing much tomorrow or over the weekend, and actually tomorrow, tomorrow is the Bird Walk and Talk. The Riverside Nature Center is sponsoring a Bird Walk and Talk at the Kerrville Wild, Kerr Wildlife Management Headquarters area. They're going to sponsor this talk. You're going to walk around the wildlife management area and look at birds and talk about them. I think that's pretty neat. And the cost is amazing. It's free 99. So, hey. uh, oh, yeah, it's from 9 to 1030. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. And you do have to call. I think they said there was three more spots left. The phone number to call to see if you can book that one of those three last spots is 830-257-4837. I've never really thought much about birds because, you know, they're all fake. The birds are not real. (laughs) But but you might be able to learn something new about nature, nothing else. These the Riverside Nature Center, I think they were on Lewis Lewis Amistoy's show this morning on the lead and they talked a little bit about it. And I thought it was pretty interesting. Unfortunately, I've got something to do tomorrow, so I can't do it. But if anybody's listening and is finds that program appealing, probably not a bad idea to check it out. All right. Good stuff. Thank you, Gilbert. You're very welcome. For myself, it was a light week, I think, on the news front. There was some like inner lo- very localized city drama, but I'm not going to get into much of that other than saying that the county judge did mention that the recent talks about the banned books and the library and that whole story have been put to bed. But then yesterday there was a guy out there protesting anti-books and whatnot about the library. And so it didn't really seem like it's been put to bed. We live in a country where everybody has a right to protest and we haven't seen any kind of like violent protests or anything like that here in Kirk County. Thank God it hasn't reached that point, but it's, it is an option. You can go out there and protest. It's a, that's it, part of the freedom that we have here. I don't think that the issue had been really put to bed though. Yeah, I, I think, think there's uh, more to come on that. <laughs> the county judge might think it's put to bed, but there's a lot of people in this city that are in the county, period, that ain't going to let that issue go away. That's right. So that was one. The other thing I wanted to mention was not as much of a news story, but just more of something happening this weekend. There's a gun and knife show. I believe it's at the Ag Barn or Happy State Bank Expo Hall out there. I hope that's the right location. I've been to some of those before, and they're really interesting. We live in a part of a little more rural Texas where there's some really, really neat like gun enthusiasts and other people out here that that have really, really interesting pieces that they bring to those kinds of uh, setups. And it's almost like a it has like a swap meet feel. I don't know if you guys have ever been to a gun show like that, but anyway, that's usually interesting. So that's really it. That all that's all I had for. Plus, there's no waiting period picks. on buying a gun from a. Swap me or a gun yeah, show? I guess not. I know if you have your <laughs> license to carry, there's no, if you're licensed and whatnot. Or no the, check, no period. The, no? Okay. Do you have your license to yeah. carry? Okay. I was going to say, Gilbert, I think you do. Gilbert and I do. We did it. I'm not going to confirm or deny whether or not I have a permit. And besides, we live in Texas. We have a right to open carry if we want to. <laughs> okay. Hey, you're missing your protest sign. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, guys, you don't come to my office bringing heat because I got some already for you. <laughs> okay, what else? What else? Anything? Y'all doing anything exciting this weekend? I know myself, my wife, and I are just going to be quite nice, quiet weekend. We got a really busy weekend next weekend. Tom? Yeah, let me shout out to one of the true treasures of not simply Kerrville, but the Hill Country, and that's Don Frazier at Shriner University, executive director of the Texas Center. He is giving a talk Sunday at the Dieter Center about the Battle of San Jacinto and its aftermath. Uh, Don is literally, if not the one of the top two or three foremost experts in Texas history, particularly 
pre-Civil War and through the Civil War, his knowledge of the Texas Revolution and the Republic of Texas is second to none. The Battle of San Jacinto is coming up. We're coming up on the anniversary of on April 21. So there's always a lot of interest around that time. If you have the chance, check out the Dieter Center, 3 p.m. Sunday, Don Frazier. Awesome. Okay, guys, that'll do it for us. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Enjoy the warm weather. This is Tom Fox. Thank you so much for listening to the inaugural episode of the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. We now have 10 podcasts on the network, so I hope you will check out the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network and listen, rate, and review to some or all of the podcasts. We are the only podcast network in the Hill Country and we're bringing a wide variety of topics to you for your entertainment and enjoyment. If you've got a podcast or you'd like to consider starting a podcast, please give us a shout. There's a link to contact us on the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network, or you can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. Thank you so much for listening to this episode.